This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, we have Bobby and Larry Stewart. You notice I always give her the, the first uh, dibs on everything and put her name first because she's actually the manager of the show when she's That's correct. Up. That's correct. It, it, it doesn't, uh, well, of course, in your house, she's also the manager in your house. Has been for almost 60 years. Well, now, uh, little Janie is... Well, Jan is the, the sub-manager. Yeah. Well, now, you guys went to watch the ball game last mm-hmm. night. Uh, MTSU girls... You you stayed and watched the boys, which that was, that's almost too long yeah, to be. Yeah, the boys to played first well, last night. Did yeah. they? Yeah. They don't. Thank goodness they don't have many of these double headers. Yeah. It's rough on us all people, but we enjoyed it last night. The boys played well and they won. The girls played well and they won. Uh, we're coming along. Tell me about the girls. Tell huh? me how. Tell me about the girls. The team. Uh. Well. They won seventy to forty nine against East Carolina. Yeah, and um, got a slow start. Both teams got a slow start, but anyway, they they did good. They need more experience. I think that they're going to grow as yeah. the season goes on. They're very and, young, aren't they? They have two seniors. Yeah, and uh, they're the Whittington twins from Riverdale. They mm-hmm. took advantage of the extra year because of COVID. So. Uh, but uh, and the boys, we're, we're pretty good. You've got uh, uh, he's got some length this year, hasn't he? He does. Now they're coming along. Uh, I'll let her finish. Yeah. The boys won ninety-eight to fifty-nine. They played. Brescia is a Catholic university out of Owensboro, Kentucky. Yeah. And they got a ladies' coach, and she's also the athletic director. Oh, wow. Found that out on Google this morning. Yeah. And uh, Courtney Whitson was player of the game last night with, I can't 21 read, points. 21 points. Six, six rebounds. rebounds. Well, I guarantee you she had more than six rebounds. Yeah. She, uh, she's she a does, hoss, She does real she good. She's hard, one of our seniors. Yeah. Well, we got three that are seniors, but they're getting an extra year of playing time mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So it was very exciting last night to get back in the gym and sit with our friends and holler for the boys and the girls. It's it's good to be back to normal, isn't it? It yes, yes. As close as we could be to normal. And there were some people that were socially distancing, and that's fine, you know. But we were right in there amongst our friends. Masks are optional at the gym. 
Yeah. So that's, that's fine. And uh, I just want to extend uh, well wishes to Linda Brown. She fell and uh, broke her femur. Yeah, we, and, we uh, mentioned that the other day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mo called. And, yes. Uh, poor little old thing. She's had a time. And she's in, in the hospital waiting for a vacancy at a rehab place. Yeah. And uh, just remember her and the family, Melinda and Ernie, they're taking care of her. They're a special family. They've been pretty much the, the if you don't know or, or didn't know Buddy and Linda and the whole family back then, you really missed out on something. Yes, they're, yeah. they're very special. Very and, special. A good teacher over there at Las Casas. She came in the first year that I got stuck with the principal's job. What do you and, mean you got uh, stuck? It was, that was in 1966. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of changes were in the makings. We were, had just integrated schools. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a lot of changes, but uh, uh, we had no problem because of people like Linda Brown. Uh, you know, when Nell Alexander, Sarah Turner, mm -hmm. uh, they, they we knew each other. Yeah, the McKnight's family up there, great people, and you know they'd helped everybody in, in Milton last Castle Hall. Hey, so I mean, there were no strangers, and uh, but uh, that's that's when Linda started. Well, you did have a uh, a training school. Over there at Brown Store, once you became principal, you could go over there, and they could probably they they led you in the right directions, and and, and kept you uh, educated. This, so I'll just go along with it because I've been told to be nice to you today, and I, that's <laughs> awful hard. Because for sometimes you just make it difficult. But anyway, yeah, there were people like uh, P.O. Florida, mm -hmm. Ed Florida, uh, Pappy Ward. Uh, you know, that's that's where it started. I never got to see Pappy. I saw all the rest of them. Yeah, you saw him. You had Bobby Wynn. You mentioned Bobby you didn't Wynn. Mention Bobby Wynn. Yeah, uh, Leffel Brown. Yeah. Uh, they they were. It was necessary to go up there every morning. I thought. I reckon I went up there every morning for thirty six years. But uh, well, I it, didn't want to see Leffel if he was driving. No, well, no. That's when you're sitting at the table and he'd come in. <laughs> yeah, but uh, good folks out there, and, yeah. uh, and if if they thought I needed to know something, they were willing to tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and you know I appreciate that. You know, I, I well, we we grew up out there. My yeah. goodness, we were what twenty and twenty one. Goodness uh, gracious! I was twenty one. We uh, we were talking to Paul Dehoff at breakfast and talking about you know Washington going to Washington, D.C. and We went there, Washington, New York, every year on a senior trip. Wow. The kids would make money. You never hear of that today, but uh, we uh, we had no problem because when we got to the River Bridge, the kids was about as far out away from home as they'd ever been, so they were scared to death. So were the chaperones. Uh, but see, we went to chaperone in 65, and John Hodge Jones was principal and his wife. And uh, some of them old boys was, you know, about my age. But wow. uh, that they they didn't know, but that was a handicap because they were doing stuff that I had been doing like two years earlier, so I knew what to look for, see. But uh, we had great times. And uh, the kids would want to go to Florida. 
And I'd say, no, because you'll go to Florida after you get out of school, but you probably won't ever go to Washington, New York, and you need to see it. And then, boy, they sure did appreciate it yeah. getting well, to go. the year I went, the, the World's Fair was in New York. And oh, so wow. they got to see that. Which well, that is... was last year we went to Niagara Falls, too. So we had a, a big trip. Well, didn't you and Bobby go to Niagara Falls on your uh, wedding day? That, that was we, we we put it off on our wedding day because we said, well, probably in 1965 we'll get to go on a senior trip, and so we'll just go to Niagara Falls and just kill two birds with one stone. That's pretty good thinking That's on your part. Think. Bless your heart. Well, we we've seen two World's Fair, one in Knoxville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that one. Boy, and took our kids, different. and they absolutely hated it. It was so boring to them. They just they couldn't stand it. Yeah. So in well, all these years, they've never let me forget it. You got to realize when you go to some place like that, you got to realize the history behind it. Yeah. And now, I mean, we were in New York City, man. We we knew absolutely nothing about New York City. Uh, so we got a phone call yeah, coming in. Call. Somebody wants to talk to Mimi. Caller, call welcome aboard with uh, Bobby and Larry. Stewart, I was asking y'all last time. You think that's enough? Three pointers, fourteen and twenty-eight. The girls they, they had twenty shot twenty-eight three pointers, but they turned it over twenty-nine times. You think that's enough? Yeah. yeah. Twenty-nine turnovers. They were shooting from uh, shooting from out on the Middle Tennessee Boulevard sometime. It was, it was, <laughs> going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think they. I think they are too. Once they once they get going, but uh, but uh, uh I know they had about twenty four hundred last night. So I know everybody's good. Glad to get back in the gym and watch them watch them ball. So have a good one, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. We're still lacking girls at uh, inside game. Now Courtney Whitson does a good job on the boards and stuff, but she don't score much inside. But we've got uh, two girls coming along, and one of them's hurt right now. But uh, they, they should improve and, and make us have a decent inside game. What about the 6'6 six, six girl? She played some last night. The f One of the Russian girls is hurt. She didn't play, and J.D. was asking about One her. One of them is wearing a boot oh, and oh, sitting uh, on the bench, so I think that's the tall girl. I'm not sure. The 6'6 the six, six girl is only 17-year-old. And so she's got some, oh, she's still some growing. growing to do. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, over there, uh, they play on the Russian Olympic team, you know, when they're 12 probably. Mm -hmm. So that's what she's been doing. She was late getting here, and, and that's that's a problem. But uh, And I told somebody last night when she first came here, they said she was 6'4". And now Rick says she's six six. Yeah, that's what Well, if said. she stays all four years, she'll be eight feet by the time she leaves, won't she? <laughs> Rick has got – he does some great recruiting because look at all Somebody of Somebody does. They come from all over the world, not just here in the country. Well, one of the transfers from uh, 
one of the eastern schools is really she's originally from Israel, and uh, so. But uh, how did she play you, last night? She she wore it out from three. Yeah, and, they say she can gun. Yeah, she can. She. It amazes me that that these foreign students they are so smart because you know you and I do we just better do get by talking English. And they can speak two or three different languages. You know, they have to yeah. because they've been different places. And it's just, it blows my mind, somebody that can that can do that. I don't know that if I say if I went to Mexico and had to learn Spanish, I don't know whether I'd ever learn it or not. But these kids, I mean, uh, the Russian kids are fluent in English. And uh, it just, it's amazing. It is. Now, Bobby? Hmm? Um, well, I'm not going to go there. I, I was going to go somewhere else, but I, I forgot that you t smacked my hand before we ever got on the air. I do. <laughs> I'm having trouble with my headphones hearing anything, so you'll have to speak up. Bobby, can you hear me? I can now. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, you talking this morning like you're down in the dumps? I'm not uh, down in the dumps. Well, you look like it. No, I, I've spent... 30 minutes driving from my house to here at Adams Place this morning. The traffic was terrible. I caught every red light, and everybody that was in the passing lane was driving 30 miles an hour over here. And you can imagine, I'm, I'm not down in the dumps. I'm just aggravated. If you, well, and I think most people going to work here in Murfreesboro, uh, especially when the schools are well, in, you can't now, get anywhere. Why did you have to leave Selvin Park and go back home? You forget something? Then that it could be your fault. I go home after being at Selvin Park and been with everybody. I've got to go home and brush my teeth because of that big meal I had just got through eating. Yeah. Then I think Brian adjusted me because I can hear now. Oh, good. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Got another caller. Caller, welcome aboard with Bobby and Larry. Hey, man, can you believe I remember that 100 years ago in school? No, that's pretty tough. Is that unbelievable? I still yeah. remember that. People thought I was playing. I said, I can, in the door, three is <laughs> they said, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, yes, I do. Boy, we ain't he said, boy, we ain't Hey, hey, you need to come over here when you got uh, Larry on here and, and teach him a, 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 a few words. Yes, yes. I, I, I teach him, it's, it's only $100 an hour. Oh, is that all? Oh, that's that's all. cheap. I'm running, pretty cheap, I'm running a special. <laughs> hey, I'm going to get ready to start my Christmas special. <laughs> Y'all have a good I'm listening. You too, All right. Casey. Thank you, buddy. I love Casey. He, I, I wish we could get him over on a Friday when you got the, the band on. Hey, he, he's a great musician. He, yeah, he could set right in with that crew. And, you know, he looks at life like everybody should. Yeah. You know, he, he, he thanks people that helps him. And and he's had a lot to help him, just like we have. Yeah. And and uh, and while we're talking about this, the Vietnam Wall. Yeah. Is here in case people didn't know. Thursday through Sunday. 
Thursday okay. through Sunday. Traveling Wall, and is it Barfield Park? Yeah, Barfield and, Park. Uh, well worth time spent. Well, and also they're going to uh, uh, support the veterans uh, on Friday, uh, the Murfreesboro Symphony or the Tennessee Symphony, however, it, I think the title changed, but they're going to play uh, patriotic songs over there at, at the. Um, if you have never been to Bel Air Baptist Church, yeah. If you haven't been to the real thing, yeah. in Washington, it it'll bring tears to your eyes, seeing the relatives of these fallen. Fifty-eight thousand is that close? They're right to, at fifty-eight thousand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with pencil and paper up there, rubbing on the wall when they find their loved ones' names, it brings tears. Now you're gonna get me. Uh, Huh? You're gonna get me having tears in my eyes, cause that that that's a special memory for me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I love all of those exhibits that yeah. show the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and everything. It's just mind-boggling and moving to see that. You know, the Vietnam War was kind of a lost war. Because well, there were so was, much protest and they didn't really honor them. But now the Vietnam War seems to be right at the head of the, of, of the list along with the Second World War. And people have forgotten Korea. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess, well, I guess it's, I Korea. And that was a terrible war. It really was. I heard was. something on the radio that it was a political war. And that's well, what turned on. a lot of people off. And never acknowledged them when they came home. Well, it's and, easy uh, to call things political, but every every war that our uh, veterans have been in has been for a special purpose. And and as we know, China was wanting to take over well, during that particular era. And um, the good thing about it is the Vietnamese really don't like the Chinese, so they really have no control over there now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think that it went on too long, and we lost too many people. Yeah, and we do in every war. Uh, but uh, we have had, we have really had extremely special people over here in this country that were willing to go in, and if it meant losing their lives or or uh, being harmed in any particular way, they were willing to go in and do it, and that's always been the way our country has been. It, 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 we've had special people uh, I, in the last 15 or 20 years. We've seen have we seem to have gone backwards in those particular areas, and uh, people need to know that God has given us a special place to live over here in the United States. And there's so many other countries have not had that amount of freedom in their lives. And uh, uh, maybe one of these days the other countries are going to be able to uh, reach out away from socialism and communism. Well, I just don't want the young people to ever forget and I think that we have we are remiss in bringing this history to the forefront for these young people because I'm afraid it's all going to fade from memory. Yeah. If we don't recognize it yeah. more often, 
the sacrifice. And I think that's one of the reasons. I, I, I don't know how it was initiated, but bringing the wall here to honor those special veterans, it, it's, um, I, I'm going to make sure that I go. And I wish that all parents and grandparents could get their children and grandchildren to go over there and kind of uh, relate back to what it meant uh, as far as those particular people who reached out beyond where most never are able to travel. Well, well I, I feel very fortunate. I had several relatives, close relatives. Mm-hmm. My brother, I don't know who all, my uncle, everybody that served. I did not lose anyone close to me over there. Yeah. But Michael came close. Um, he brought his uh, flak jacket back with him when mm-hmm. he got it out, and it was torn all to pieces. Yeah. So. He was in Iraq. We're, don't he's, confuse he's that really, with Vietnam. But, uh, uh, and they're still in, yeah. in I know we've brought a number of them back, but we still have a number of people that are over there in the We were talking before the show about at last Cassis High School, we always went on a senior trip. Yeah. And we'd go to Washington, New York, because I thought the kids needed to see that, and that they wouldn't get to see it after they got out of school. But yeah. a lot of kids from last Cassis High School went to Vietnam on their senior trip, too. And yeah. uh, so that's we got to remember them, and uh, thank God uh, most of them came back. Yeah. But now there's a lot of people who are having problems because they were in Vietnam. Yeah. You know, and, and you know some of them don't, and you wonder, well, how how does that work? Well, I don't know. I wish I did, but uh, I've got a lot of friends and former students that went to Vietnam, came back, and are fine. Uh, and some of them got their high school diploma in Vietnam, but that's uh, it, it was it was bad. It was a bad situation. I mean, I just can't imagine. When I was 18 year old, I was away from home, but I was in college, and I was the homesickest dude you've ever seen. And I can't imagine being in Vietnam mm-hmm. and fighting. I mean, I was going to school. I wasn't. I had, didn't have much of a chance of getting hurt. Unless I was stupid, but uh, you know those people over there, uh, they took a chance of losing their life every time they stood up. Every second. Yeah, yeah. I had a cousin over there, and he he came back, but he he told me he was scared the whole time he was over there. Yeah, and I can imagine. You know, uh, with you taking the the kids up to Washington, you know it's a small area, but a lot of our history is in that small area sure. in Washington, D.C. And to be able to, it, we're, we're very blessed to be able to go up there and recall so many things that made this country what it is. I, the only thing that uh, I want to bring up about the Holocaust Museum, I enjoyed going there. I could have spent all day reading the history mm-hmm. of that and everything that they have on display there. And I'm afraid that that's another occasion in our history that we don't have many of those survivors left. 
to tell the tale, and I'm afraid it's going to fade from history about how horrific it was. And I think that we would be remiss again if we don't talk about it to our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, just how bad socialism is and how it only took one man, Hitler, one man to get this started. Yeah. And And look uh, look what we've got over here now. I mean, socialism was uh, part of the political language in in these races that that have uh, ended this last time and uh we don't understand uh and I you feel- have to be able to teach the people in uh, not only in the grade schools and the high schools but also in the universities and it seems to be absent especially in the universities today where well, the kids really never hear the both uh-huh. sides of the ledger and, and the real history of it. I'm well, going to step on some toes, but what I don't makes, care. What makes me livid is to hear somebody say it was a hoax. Yeah. And if you've heard these stories, read the book, Corey Tinboon. I've read all of her books. And it it's sad what that woman went through mm-hmm. in that prisoner of war camp. Yeah. And uh, just just. Read the books. That's all yeah. you got to do. Read well, the we books. talk about the schools. Mm-hmm. Now, the State Department and people like that, they're limiting, limited the time that teachers can spend on important stuff like the Vietnam War or the Holocaust or whatever. And teachers say, well, they don't allow us to teach it. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> the curriculum is set with the State Department is a minimum standards. You, you got to do this. It don't say, but you can't do this. So a teacher can take a time out of whatever she's teaching and mention the Vietnam War. Now the kids nowadays won't go to that music that wall because they don't know anything about it. Yeah. And uh, it's somebody's job. And if I was teaching today, I would make a point to mention all this stuff. And I'm not saying teach a six weeks on it, but mention it. Because the kids are not going to get it at home, a lot of them. And uh, so th- there you go. you got a, a stupid society when it comes to history. And this what this country does, whatever. And it's, it's sad that it's happening. And, but there's more that we can do than we're doing. You know, we've, we've leaned away from the way this country has been set up and where it's gone. Now, all the great leaders of our history... And, you know, it, it, it's the worst thing in the world that we could do in this country to not realize and honor those people. And uh, I, I just uh, I am so upset with the direction our country has gone in the last 30 or 40 years. They seem to get, be getting away from the real structure of this country and how it's been so great all these years, and the freedoms that they have here. And uh, they're not only missing a lot of that in the school system, they're missing it at home. That's right. And, and a lot right. of these homes are not, um, they're, they're pushing toward the negative rather than yeah. looking at how blessed they are to live Need in the greatest country in the world. 
Freedom's not free. No, it's not Somebody free. And that's why we have so many now, people. When you and I were in high school, yeah. we knew when we got out of high school, we were probably going to get drafted. And I did. I mean, that, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was just understood. And uh, now we've gotten away from that. And I said a while back, if we'd stop all the wars where the kids don't have a chance of getting shot mm -hmm. and, and makes every child, male or female, do two years in the service. Like they do in I Israel. mean, we would have a whole lot better country because yeah. I've seen kids get out of high school and I would have thought they'd have been in the penitentiary within two weeks. Get drafted, come back, come up there to the old Las Casas High School and walk in standing up straight and meet a teacher, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah. And they learned that in the service. And uh, some of them you know, had misfortunes. But uh, if they... If, I'm going to take call. a quick break. Oh, okay. All right. We'll take a quick break and be right back with you. The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. And I would highly recommend Adam's Place. It's a place to enjoy life. It's comfortable. The settings are homelike and not sterile. Adam's Place is a place they're looking out for you. You feel at home, and I'm very fortunate there's a lot of people here I already knew. To get back to the food, I want to say one thing. The chef does a fabulous job here. I'm Larry Castelli, and you know, I would highly recommend Adam's Place. I'm Louis Snyder, Studio S Pottery. I want to invite you to the Art Studio Tour, which is November 20 and 21. My studio it has been sold and will be closing the doors the end of December. All works on sale. Art Studio Tour, November 20 and 21. We'd love to see you. A map showing all studios is at artstudiotour.org. French's Shoes and Boots has the hottest brands and unbeatable deals that you won't find anywhere else. But this stuff is going fast and these deals can't last. Everyone wants the wildly popular Hey Dude shoes and French's has them back in stock. Check out the latest styles for men, women and kids. Hurry and get to French's here in the borough while the getting is good. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Bell Jewelers has been in business for over 142 years. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. There's nothing like the sparkle of a Bell Jewelers diamond, and we have a wonderful selection of loose diamonds as well as mounted settings that you can create the ring of your dreams. We have hundreds of mountings to choose from. Bell Jewelers, 
821 Northwest Broad Street, right across from Toots Restaurant. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee drivers are being warned to watch for deer. November is the peak season for crashes involving deer and is the height of their deer mating season. As of Tuesday, there had been nearly 4,500 deer-related crashes in Tennessee so far this year. Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security data shows that crashes involving deer more than tripled statewide in November. At least 20 people are charged in connection to a Middle Tennessee methamphetamine distribution ring. Wayne County Sheriff Shane Fisher said a routine drug investigation that began in August of 2020 resulted in officers finding hundreds of pounds of crystal meth in Wayne, Perry, Lewis, and Lawrence counties. The investigation also crossed state lines into Alabama. State officials have begun taking applications to fill a state Supreme Court seat left vacant by the death of Justice Cornelia Clark. The Governor's Council for Judicial Appointments has set a deadline of midday, November 19th, for applications to arrive at the Administrative Office of the Courts. Applicants must be at least 35 years old, a resident of the state for five years, and a resident of the Eastern or Middle Tennessee Grand Divisions. Apply online at tncourts.gov. That Memphis-area Kroger store that was a site of a deadly mass shooting is finally reopening today. It's been more than a month since the shooting in Collierville. One person killed, over a dozen others injured, when the gunman opened fire inside the store September 23rd before killing himself. Kroger officials say security and Collierville police are there as the store reopens. News on demand 24-7 at our website, WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. When it comes to your home, memories and sentimental value are priceless. Fair Construction can remodel your home or can update your kitchen, bath, or other rooms. I'm Ron Hall. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Call Fair Construction at 615. 615- 893-6120. That's fair construction. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. I'm really excited about Blue Raider football being back in Murfreesboro this weekend. Me too. I love the football game, the tailgating, the band of blue, the fans, the fireworks, and lightning. What do you like the most? The home weekend game day sale at Raider Tees. You get 30% off all regular price merchandise. And Raider Tees has some of the most unique gear in the borough. Nike polos and tees, metal wall art, band of blue gear, aerospace items, sock monkeys, all at 30% off. Raider Tees is located 
located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon, high in the mid-70s. South winds are on 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies and a low near 54. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 48. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450. And streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I heard you this morning on the radio. Thank you for your comments, sir. And welcome back. And Don Witherspoon, uh, one of our veterans in in Vietnam and in the Marines. And uh, we all uh, salute you this morning, Don. You you, uh, uh, played a big part in the history of our country and what it's meant and the all the freedoms that uh, um, we have, and it's because of men like you that reached out during a special time. And tell me about this salute to veterans and armed forces. Uh, is this at Middle Tennessee? It is. I'm, I'm having uh, a hard time seeing okay. it. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, Truman, thanks for having me on, and uh, to all the Marines out there, happy birthday. Uh, today is the uh, 246th, I believe, uh, anniversary of the founding of the Marine Corps. Uh, it was founded in a tavern in Philadelphia, Truman, if you didn't uh-huh. know that. Tun Tavern. Yeah. And uh, and all good Marines have tried to maintain th- that tradition, you know, ever since. Yeah. So anytime we find a tavern, you know, we always try to uh, maintain that. <laughs> maintain and that you tradition. do a great job at it, well, don't thank you. <laughs> yeah. So today is actually the Marine Corps birthday, which is uh, celebrated by Marines all over Marines all over the world. There's a uh, statement that comes from the Commandant, uh, cakes are cut, uh, ceremonies are held, and it, it really is a big deal in the Marine Corps. So happy birthday out there, all you Marines. Yeah. Uh, the other item that I wanted to talk to you about is the Veterans Day program that uh, MTSU is, is holding this year. Mm-hmm. This is the 39th annual uh, Veterans Salute at MTSU. Uh, it, was, uh, it was formed several years ago to uh, recognize veterans of all the armed forces. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a new armed force now. We have a space force, so I'm not sure we'll have any space force people uh, represented Saturday or not. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, this weekend, uh, starting at 11 o'clock uh, at the Tom Jackson building, which is next to the, uh, uh, to the Kirksey Old Main building uh, yeah. where the memorial is built, uh, we'll have a memorial ce- uh, celebration, which we normally do. Uh, from there, we'll move down to the Hall of Fame building. Uh, there is a free lunch there for all veterans and their families. Uh, the Nunley Award will be presented then, and then, of course, the football game is at uh, is at 2:30. Yeah. And the the, the Dr. Joe Nunley Award uh, uh, will will be presented uh, during that lunch. Uh, and, what a uh, great guy! And and I, um, just everybody loved Joe. Right, and as yeah. you know, his son passed away uh, not too long right, ago. Right, uh, right. But uh, the family wants to continue this tradition, and I believe Trey Nunley, uh, a grandson, will be actually making the presentation this yeah. year. 
they deviated from their normal uh, presentations last year. They actually gave it to a Marine, Truman. Can you believe that? The, uh, no, I these, can't. Uh, no, these, I can't. All these no. Army guys have been honored, and they finally <laughs> decided to give it to Marine. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I, I'm going to tell you, I went through jump school with a number of Marines mm -hmm. back in, mm -hmm. in those old days. Mm -hmm. And they were some of the best people that I've ever run into in my life. Some of them, they, they would, we would all be sleeping and they would jump out of bed and be doing push-ups and all that other stuff. And they kept me awake all night. But what a great bunch of guys. And, uh, you know, the training that the Marines go through is so tough, so rugged, but they're structured just about better than anybody else. It's, it's amazing how that sticks with you for your whole life. Uh, well, I might have been in that school with you. I actually signed up for that, but for one reason or another, I didn't, I didn't get selected. Uh, when I joined the Marine Corps, uh, I had a little problem with my eyes. I, I actually signed up to be in the aviation program, and they uh, took me down and gave me a physical and asked me to identify a chart on a wall, and I uh -oh. said, what wall, what chart? And they said, <laughs> we don't think we can use you in the aviation program. It turns out you can't fly an airplane, but they don't mind if you walk around on the ground, Truman. Yeah. So uh, I did that for a little while. My eyes are still that way, Don. <laughs> in fact, I can see your uh, see you a little bit. It's like looking through a fog for, for me. Do you, do you still have contact with your uh, buddies uh, what, uh, that you went we, through with? Uh, not as much as I would like, uh, but some. Uh, ironically, uh, we came back uh, to Murfreesboro 20-something years ago, as you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, started going to church here, as we usually do, and it turns out there's a guy in, in our Sunday school class that was actually in my company in uh, in Vietnam. Oh, wow. We didn't know each other. There were uh, you know a couple hundred people in the company, but uh, yeah. we, we were in Vietnam at the same time. And uh, for the first time, he's actually going to uh, join us for the uh, salute to veterans at uh, MTSU. Oh, I saw him last night at the, at the basketball game, Larry. And, uh, yeah. and uh, we, we encourage all veterans to do that. It's, it's really quite an experience. And uh, I just found out, uh, actually last night, that the uh, football team are, is going to have a, a special decals on their helmets recognizing the various uh, service. And I think oh, that'll, wow. be, that'll be well, uh, very good. much. And, and the... Good. The marketing department at MTSU has just done a great job putting this together. There's going to be static displays. There's going to be, uh, you know, just a, a, a really terrific experience for veterans. When I first uh, came back to MTSU, to Murfreesboro and started going to these games, mm -hmm. I was a little bit reluctant to go down on the field and walk walk around at halftime. Most are. And uh, my wife, Hannah, who you know well, uh, yes. harassed me into doing it, and it turned out to be quite an experience. Uh, the students, you know, yelling and the band playing and all that stuff kind of kind of gets you right here, actually. Yeah. You know, it's, Hannah is the one who keeps me from really riding you all the time. I appreciate that. I appreciate, you that. Are, I appreciate that. You are blessed to have a lady That's like true. that. Everybody needs a good wife. <laughs> yes, they sure do. Um, when I was in, Jackie and I, when, when she was still with me, bless her heart, uh, we were down in uh, Panama City, mm -hmm. and uh, they were. This was during when they were uh, 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 honoring the veterans down there, and it caught my attention more than just about any other that I can ever remember because they had all the the people that were in convertibles. They were wounded veterans. Mm. 
and uh, everybody was given a flag. I guess there was probably three or four thousand of us at sure. the time lying in the streets. And what caught my attention was, as they drove by, I could see those veterans. They were so proud, but you could see tears just flowing out of their eyes. Mm -hmm. And when those particular people are honored in a way such as that, it really gives you pride in having individuals like these people that gave more than just about anybody else. And uh, and they can see what it meant to our people that are here and in our country. It, it, it just reaches out more than anything else. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Well, as you know, uh, we're very proud of a lot of things that go on at MTSU. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things we, we are really proud of is the uh, Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans Center. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Charlie Daniels uh, and, and his wife and their foundation supported this. Uh, this is located in, the, in uh, I believe it's in the, uh, the Keithley building. And uh, they, they have people on staff there that, that will assist veterans, not only veterans that are students for, uh, at MPSU, but yeah. any veteran out there that needs some assistance. They actually have VA people on staff uh, that, that, that are in that office every day to help those people. Now, this coming Friday at, uh, at 4 o'clock, I believe it is, the, uh, they're dedicating a wall there to all the previous Nunley Award winners. They have pictures oh, wow. and, and stories, and, and, and it's, it's going to be very remarkable. But uh, this is in the, uh, the Veterans Center there at MPSU, and, and any veteran that needs any assistance with VA or has questions about their benefits or that sort of thing you know, are more than welcome to come, and uh, Dr. Hillary Miller and her staff will do a great job for them. I'm you know, glad they have that here because lot, the veterans who have uh, um, not been able to come back in 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 full body and mind, right. uh, it has they get lost and a lot of things happen to them that wouldn't happen to anyone else, and for them to pay that price and not be recognized. That's a terrible thing, but here in Murfreesboro, in in Rutherford County, uh, there's still that patriotism and, and that love for all these people, and there are uh, groups that still reach out to them here, which is very, very special. Well, it, it bothers me, and I'm not a veteran. I served my time at Las Casas High School. But anyway, you go to a sporting event, uh, say a pro football, pro basketball, and you got kids out there making millions of dollars mm -hmm. playing, and then if Elvis look up at the stands when they play the national anthem and watch the veterans, yeah, there's no way in the world that you sh sh can take a knee and and look at the veteran. Up no, there doing no matter just, what excuses they get, I don't care who you are or what you are. So, you know, to, to, to make an example, if somebody's out here playing a game, look at a veteran. That's who you need to look at and not uh, some pro football player that's got a bigger ego than this building. Yeah. Do you ever have an uh, uh, opportunity to jump out of airplanes again, perfectly good airplanes? Well, my uh, doctor, you remember Tommy Johns well. Everybody, we all love Tommy. Everybody and, remember Tommy Johns. And what he's done for everybody in this community, including the university. Uh, he looked at my knee one day and said, Truman, <laughs> he said, that's the worst knee I've ever seen. 
And that told me right then, there ain't no way that I'm ever going to be. But, you know, I was scared to death, just like most of us, when uh, things happen that could be dangerous to us. And and uh, I remember my first jump, and everybody was so cocky and sure of themselves. <laughs> and when those doors opened up, it just like the eyes got bigger, as big as saucers and everything. But I can tell you, once you go out of that plane and that chute opens up, and you all oh, you can see forever, hmm. it's pretty special. It's pretty special. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just like when you went on your first, um, um, I, I guess, your trip through Vietnam and some of the, the dangers that were waiting on you there, um, you well, have we, to live with it to even understand it. We like to tell people that we got an all-expense-paid trip to Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on your senior trip. I, I noticed earlier, or I'm sorry, I heard earlier, you're talking about the uh, the wall that's yeah. uh, that, that's coming to Murfreesboro. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've had the occasion uh, not to see that wall, but I have been at the wall in, in Washington several times. That's special, and isn't it? It is, and, and uh, unfortunately, I know a few people whose names are on that wall, but... but uh, yeah. It's a it's a pretty awesome experience, and I would I would encourage people to do that. Yeah. Uh, but this, there will be some veterans that uh, don't feel they they can do that. It's pretty tough. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try to be there Saturday morning. Uh, I always take my kids out to eat at uh, at one of the restaurants here in town, and I'm I'm going to take them over there to the wall when we get through eating, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I, I'm sure that a lot of those names were, were probably um, relatives of some of their friends. I mean, it's sure. been a long time since that war. Sure. But, uh, in, in fact, the, the time has passed so fast, it just doesn't really seem possible that all of that happened. Time goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. But that's why we need teachers, uh, Don, sure. that sure. can explain a right. lot of the history of, of the things that happened to our great people right. that uh, uh, were there not only to protect the uh, the Vietnamese right. uh, from uh, what was going on in that time. Of course, everybody, you know better than anybody else, a lot of times those people didn't really know who the enemies were. And our guys didn't know who the enemies were right. at a special time. And it was such a, a, a strange situation in that particular war that uh, uh, people like you were put in almost impossible situations, but you still, I, I could talk about the politics of the war, but I, I had rather talk about you guys that were over there fighting in a situation that was uh, well, there, unusual. There were a lot, unusual. There were a, lot of, a lot of guys had it much worse than I did, but uh, uh, I did want to mention, in addition to this thing going on uh, 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 Saturday, yeah. uh, the the service at that, the memorial service at 11 is at the memorial wall, which we've actually built on on the MTSU campus. Yeah, and it has on there the names of anyone that had been a student or teacher or associated with the university uh, that has died in any of the any of the, uh, military action or and and uh, that is also very impressive. Yeah, and and uh, we usually have the ceremony. If if the weather's bad, it's inside the Tom Jackson building. If it's, if the weather's good, it's right at that at, right at that memorial, and I think it's something that people would find to be very special. And I certainly would encourage people to attend that if they can uh, Saturday at 11 o'clock. 
Do you remember what the uh, history is of the Thomas Jackson building? I do not. I'm sorry. You know, when you mentioned that, it it kind of threw me for a curve because I've, I've known some Thomas Jacksons here, mm -hmm. um, and, and even in the DA's office. But NSU mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, has a lot of history, but right. they're like most other universities. They need to be more responsible as far as uh, teaching what the history of this country is really about. And I think a lot of universities are missing out on that. And it's not just universities. It's, it's, our, it's our local public schools and, and all of those others, too. It should be done better. Well, there's, there's nobody that loves talking about their former students like I do. Yeah. So I won't talk about one. Okay. Uh, I, I hate to interfere with something as important as, as Don has to mention. But anyway... One of my former students, a 69 graduate of Las Casas High School, mm -hmm. Janice Gale Bogle Vinson. The grandson is signing with MTSU baseball today. Oh, wow. And, and Don and I are big supporters of the baseball team, but his name is Cale Vinson. He's got an older brother that plays there, mm -hmm. and his daddy is Jimbo Vinson. He was a student of mine, yep. so. Uh, I like to follow my students, and uh, I'm proud of all these these boys. And uh, not only are they good baseball players, but uh, they're great kids, yeah. and and will be greater individuals just like their daddy was. They had but a great Hall of Fame thing last night, didn't they? you? Went to it, right? The Hall of right. Fame. I was going to mention that too today. Yeah. Uh, Old timers baseball. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, it's, we, we've got some new blood in, in on that. You, me and you and Coon Victory and LDAG and a bunch of us used to try to help get this up. But uh, last night was, of course, we didn't have one last year. But we got uh, uh, Kevin Mayfield, mm -hmm. uh, Eddie Taylor, uh, I don't know, Jeff Hamlin on the board. And they did a great – had a great uh, – Reunion. I didn't stay for all of it because, but we put some more in the Hall of Fame. But it was uh, the food was better than it has ever been since I've been going, and that's 40 years at least. But the Chef Raymond and his restaurants out there at the Holiday Inn, the old Holiday Inn building, mm -hmm. buddy, he catered, made us a good deal to help us out, and uh, it was it was really great. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, we had a pretty good crowd. I think. Uh, Coon Victory told me that as he left, he looked down, and we had uh, 49, I believe, and we always used to try for 50. And uh, But if, you know, somebody helps us out on the food, that really helps us financially. And Bart Fight, I told him, he was taking up the money, brought his wife along to help. And I told him I'd mention him and thank him on the radio. And, and then, of course, that led to a conversation about Sam Kerr yeah. and, you know, for you that don't know, Sam Kerr, next to Ray Duffy and uh, the one that followed him, whatever. Uh, he, uh, Sam was Mr. Recreation in, in Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought of that name because his wife used to teach for me. But anyway, that's – and I'm really not old enough to be on this show, Don. No, you and I, you're supposed to be 80 to be there, and we're not there. But not yet. quite there, but uh, – Well, we're getting close. You, you may Don and Hannah and I were in school together. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. They were in the honors program, and I was in <laughs> the basketball team. I don't think but, so. Uh, what, we, what we graduated together, I, guess. I don't think so. Don? Sir? What, a, what honors program was that? 
Uh, he's just pulling your chain. But <laughs> there, there actually was an honors program in not the honors college, which we have now, which is, of course, very nice. But uh, yeah. there was an honors society called the Sigma Club that, uh, oh. uh, at, at the time. But yeah. uh, did you tell any Steve Peterson stories last night at your Hall of Fame thing? I, I, I left early, but yeah, and, and we are, they're going to, the college is going to do uh, something for Pete Saturday. And uh, we had started already the board when we were on it, chipped in when Pete passed away, made up and give some money to have something for Pete. So now we're right. just going to put it in with that. That's great. And uh, yeah, there was, but uh, there was, Pete was always there. A couple and, of weeks ago, they had a, a really nice uh, yeah. uh, uh, function for, for uh, Steve uh, under a tent on the baseball field. Yeah. It was very well attended by former players and people in the community, and and just you know really really what a guy and what a legacy he yeah. left for the baseball program here. He's Did any groundhogs show up? Actually, there was a groundhog there. Uh, uh, the current coach brought in a groundhog to show everybody what you know what yeah. uh, what's how that all worked and what Steve had done with the groundhog over the years. He the had current, a, he had a dream before every season started. <laughs> well, his race started that I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, didn't I think know that. so. Uh, or she was mentioned in one of his dreams one okay. time, but uh, I, can't, I can imagine uh, the current coach, Coach Tolman, at the Hall of Fame this year, the induction at the MTSU Hall of Fame. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about old timers now. There was a former baseball player inducted, and he had the whole baseball team standing back at the back of the tent. Mm -hmm. And when this guy got up to speak, the, the, the whole team walked up there and presented him with something. And I thought. That's that's pretty good, and and Tom don't know who this guy was. He yeah. was here before him, but anyway, he had enough respect for the baseball program that he now heads. That uh, and I thought it was pretty neat. And but now back to the honors program. My soon-to-be granddaughter-in-law graduated last year with a degree in bi master's degree in biology with a 4.0. And I told her I was how proud I was of her. I said, but it's a good thing you didn't have to take any more hard PE courses like I did, or you'd been down there about a two like I was. And I, <laughs> I think you had a experience in your uh, golf class, I did. didn't I you? Did. I, I told Larry last night a, a Coach Murphy story at the uh, at, at the basketball game. And uh, it must, must, uh, last semester of my senior year, mm -hmm. uh, I had quite a few credits. I, I didn't have to take too many hard courses. So I took tennis and golf and a few other things. So. Coach uh, Bubba Murphy was the uh, the so-called golfing instructor. So we're hitting oh uh, practice balls in the old gymnasium. And Coach Murphy comes up and he says, Witherspoon says, you have a driving range swing. And I, I'm thinking, this has got to be great. Is, is, is that good, Coach? He says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty, I, I continued to play golf. I actually played golf yesterday, and I still have a driving range swing. <laughs> Coach was right. It's not the best. Did you have to shoot par? Oh, no. To be on that team? Oh, no. This this was just the class I took at MTSU. I wasn't on the team. Well, uh, how did you pass the class, Don? Oh, well, I don't. I think he, he was very generous. Every day. I like think he was very generous with the, with the grading. Bless I think, heart. and this is strictly stewardism, mm -hmm. I think part of the reason that we don't have as much fan support out of the students at ball games like we used to have is they don't know the coaches. Hmm. Back when we were over there, every coach and every assistant coach taught classes. Hmm. And if you were, what, you had to take Good some point. kind of PE class. Yeah. You had Ken Tricky, or right. you had right. uh, Bubba Murphy. Yeah. You knew the coaches. Coaches knew you. And now 
nobody knows him better. But that's Bubba Murphy was one of a kind because he not only was well-known on the campus, he knew just about everybody in Rutherford County at one yeah. time. And he would go on the square and, and holler uh, at one of the the guys that had gone through school with me or, or whatever. And uh, he... Um, he he was a, an ambassador for the university he he, to be in. If you in this, went through MTSU in that period that Don and I were there, yeah, I don't care who you athlete or what. If you say Bubba Murphy didn't help you, you're lying. Yeah. And there was some controversy the other night about somebody said that Bubba Murphy wasn't always the athletic director. Well, they were wrong. And I said, well, I don't know, but I know one thing. When I got a hundred dollars worth of parking tickets for not registering my car and I didn't have 15 cents I went to Bubba Murphy mm -hmm. and he said can you pay ten dollars like the fines that made it. I said yes sir and he said pay ten dollars and you go register that blankety blank car and I couldn't wait to get over there and register so he was athletic director then but uh, he was he man can you imagine nowadays a man coaching a high, uh, the college football team and being athletic director it just, but like you said, and he was everywhere. I remember when uh, he would recruit people from the University of Tennessee, Alabama, and all those others who were having special problems with their a lot of them, a lot yeah, of them over there with us with, with, with their education. But and they the looked like they looked like a pro then. team over there. The rules were a little different. They they didn't have to lay out yeah. a year because of difference. The little back when Don and I were there. It was Middle Tennessee State College, and uh, the, the small schools didn't have to, to go by the rules that the big schools did, and so that's how we got Clark Maples. You remember the old gymnasium, don't you? Well, the, oh. the uh, Murphy Center was not built when we were there. That yeah. was, uh, that was in the Fields. Uh, the, uh, the year after we graduated, I believe, Larry, is when it became that the did. university. So. I finished my BS with, at Middle Tennessee State College, Got my master's from Middle Tennessee State University. Yeah, I'd like to uh, jump back over to the Veterans Day program. Yeah. Something I forgot earlier, if you don't mind. Uh, this year uh, at the uh, memorial and at the game, we're honoring uh, uh, ROTC uh, people that have gone through the ROTC program. Mm -hmm. And uh, years ago, when when we were in school, uh, if if you uh, you could go through the program, of course, four years and be commissioned. Yeah. Uh, but undergraduates, uh, first and second year students, also went through ROTC unless they got a waiver. Uh, they were athletes like Larry or something like that. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting because uh, you know the uh, uh, it you know now and I think you mentioned earlier that you know not too many people know what's going on as far as the military is concerned. Yeah. In fact, I heard a stat once that less than one percent or about one percent of the population now. Uh, are involved in the military. And, that's amazing. And, and, and I think that's a fairly valid, valid uh, number. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of agree with what you said, Larry, earlier about uh, uh, it's too bad that we don't even have some kind of a national service that people go into or the military to, you know, to give them, you know, the, the basis of, of to know what's going on, so to speak. Yeah. But, but again, I think it's going to be really neat that all the ROTC graduates are going to be honored uh, Saturday. That is and there's a bunch. special. You, but you you think of the the countries that have had this countries similar to ours not right. just nobody's just like right. us but uh, uh, Israel you think about they not only send their uh, men but they're also their women right. and, and that's how 
they pretty much earn the respect of their country by doing that and, and what they learn uh, as far as the, the patriotic spirit of each country, it, it really makes a big difference. And um, I don't know what the cost is to, to send people that are drafted in those particular positions, but uh, uh, it's got to be worth every penny to be able to do that. And, and we, we're living in a country, as Larry knows, that uh, uh, there's a lot of homes that uh, really don't support patriotism oh, yeah. in, in our country, yeah. and I'm you have to you have to be able to give them the the, the information yeah. what they need. I know we're talking about ROTC, and Don was in it. Uh, there was an, I called it advanced ROTC years, junior senior year, right. and we had a lot of friends. Greg Samuels, one of right. you know, they made forty dollars a month <laughs> for doing that, and now that was big money in 1963. Mm -hmm. And uh, he could, uh, well, I, I, we made, well, I don't know. I made 75 farm. a month when I first went in. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were living off of $30 a week when we were lived when I was. Oh, when well, you're playing over here. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, did you live I in Vittville? Did you live in Vitt Village? No, it was going, they were tearing it down. Okay. I lived on January Street. Okay. Uh, and best place I'd ever lived in my life. And uh, we had a teacher named Dr. Raper. Everybody knew him. And he had taught sociology, so the third classmate, he said, we're going to take a tour of the slums today. <laughs> well, we got, got, I drove my car, or her car, and uh, we got old housing project. We stopped, and I said, well, I live right there. <laughs> and they said, well, this is what we built to clean up the slums. I said, well, this is the best place I ever lived in my life. I had running water I'd never had before. Yeah. had indoor plumbing. Yeah. And uh, Well, the governor's daughter lived there yeah, also. That's exactly right. Plus, so for a clientele was a little... Higher up, but now Ann Wagner was one of the sweetest girls on campus. Her and Hannah, whatever Hannah's maiden name was. Romans. Uh, but they, and you know what? The girls back then, they demanded respect with the way they dressed, the way they acted. You know, it wasn't any of this, you know, uh, hot pants or nothing. If you walked across the, ca the campus in shorts, you had to wear a raincoat. <laughs> now that's the way it was. I don't remember city. anybody walking. Well, you with never got on campus. <laughs> <laughs> the rules See are what quite I put up with, Don. The rules are quite different then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did go on campus a bunch of times. They would have uh, uh, little special uh, events like panty raids and stuff yeah, like that, sure and we were called on them. over there. <laughs> that's what I miss by not living on campus: the panty raids. Oh, sure. <laughs> now they have co-ed dorms i think uh Truman, so we kind of take the fun out of it i guess yeah now what what uh you are a big big supporter of mtsu in a lot of ways oh, but it's, don't bring my weight into this truman I, you know, I know i'm a little bit overweight <laughs> but but sports is is big over at mtsu especially and this is a strange thing done the community really supports MTSU as far as the sports is concerned. Football, uh, basketball, uh, baseball, uh, golf, and all the others, e e even uh, volleyball. They've got a, a pretty good volleyball yeah. team over right. there. Um, yeah. Uh, I've always wondered, and, and Larry mentioned it a little bit earlier, why do the students – is it because of 
where they are, a lot of them uh, work and go to school at the same time and all the responsibilities that uh, they would have. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, when, when we were in school, you know, MTSU was kind of known as a suitcase college. Yeah. Uh, I, I think now it's, it's not just uh, necessarily a suitcase college, but they're not a, they're not a lot of people that are living on campus. A lot of people live off campus. Uh, there are many students over there that have one, two, and three jobs, you know, to, uh, to in order to stay in school. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's, you know, that's part of the problem. And, and uh, we have been doing an awful lot to try to get the students to, you know, two games. Uh, I know, obviously, when, when Larry was playing, we were playing in the old gym, and it was packed just, I guess, just about, just about every game. Yeah. So, you know, the... Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. We need to do more to get the students there. But uh, in, in many cases, and, and in my own case, when I was at MTSU, I was working, uh, you know, 25 or 30 hours every weekend, so I'd have something to eat the following week. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and unfortunately, it's, it's still kind of like that today. But I'm, I'm always shocked when I hear the number, but there are still a large, I say large, there's about 35, 40% of the students at MTSU that are the first generation college students in their family. Wow. And in today's society, that, that's almost unheard of. Yeah. But uh, uh, the, uh, uh, I, I think you're right. I th but I think a lot of it is, is the uh, socioeconomic things that are going on and, and, and the requirements that kids have. And then of course, there's so many other, other pulls on everybody throughout society. Well, but, there's uh, 500 channels that you can watch sports on. And back in our day, we were the only game in town. Right. And, uh, you know, in the old gym, if you remember how it was, you could get into the hallway without buying a ticket. You had a ticket booth there, and you got your ticket as you went in in the gym. Yeah. And just about every game, uh, Joe Black Hayes was taking tickets up over here, uh, Dr. Real over here. The mm -hmm. football coaches would come to the basketball games, and they didn't have to hire anybody to take up. They did it for nothing. Yeah. And uh, that was, and the, and the kids, I know, I appreciate that. And Dr. Cope who was president, and he was there for every game. And if he wasn't sitting in his seat, we was worried about him. Yeah. Because he was always there. And uh, every year, for the two years I was here, he wrote me a letter after the season was over, thanking me for my hard work and, and all this leadership and all this stuff. And I've still got them. And, and uh, I appreciated that, and that's and we still got that. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of the big schools, they don't even know who the president is, and don't care. Yeah, Doctor McPhee, Doctor McPhee is, and and Liz are there just about every game, and, yeah. you know, for for, for uh, basketball, football, yeah. you know, you know that kind of thing. The, and I uh, don't know his name, but the ROTC guy that sits up there with us, every time you see him, he's dressed. To the hill. You're the talking suit. about retired, the retired general. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. and uh, he he's strictly military, but but yeah, we got a lot yeah. of them. We got uh, Mr. Bill uh, Bickford sitting down there. He's mm -hmm. a big uh, retired army right. man. We right. got Mr. Ferris from out of Rockville. We got yeah. Greg Samuels. We got a lot of, of military people sitting around. Section right. F is a place to be. Yeah, we think. That's well, we, old Murfreesboro, they're the biggest attenders of the games over there. Yeah. You see them. I, I know just about uh, probably 90% of them uh, that they, they still I'll attend. What you would really appreciate is when they have the whatever, I don't know what branch it is, but they repel from the rafters 
down to the gym. Right. Man, that, that's something to see. Hey, guys, uh, before our time gets away, and I know we got to wrap up, um, you remember a salute to veterans this weekend, right, at football? Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were you, were you asleep, Brian? No, I was coming back here, and then uh, Bud Moore showed up at the station and all kinds of things. So, you know, it just reminded me of it. Another oh, okay. MTSU right. supporter out there. I guess we're going to have to leave from what it, this sign says, wrap up the show. Yeah. Well, please, please tell Bud Morris that we, while we appreciate what the Army does, uh, all, these, uh, all this information about how they got there before the, the Marines is incorrect. He needs to go back and check his history book. <laughs> uh, I, I, think I you can't just... imagine Bud making a mistake. <laughs> He's sort of like the host of the show. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Thank you.